R.I.P. to this guy. Lost him, what, two years ago? About. Yep. Yeah. Smash Mouth, is that right? You got it. You might as well be walking on the sun. This, like is, this song's about drugs or something. I, I don't know what the song's about, but I'll tell you what. Th- this type of music, mm-hmm. just their, their, their Astro Lounge, it kind of reverb back to the 1950s mm. uh, space exploration. So it's like futuristic oldies is what I like to explain mm. it as. Nice. I was never really a fan of Smash Mouth. I'm telling you, they got some bangers, man. Outside of, you know, the the Hey, casuals. now, you're an all-star. Nope, 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 nope stop. Got That's... an L on her forehead. <laughs> <laughs> nah, not those. But this one, this one's a certified classic. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Uh, it is a little after eight. And as we do this every single night on After Hours when we have a Eight o'clock hour, we get into the out of left field question. Blake, hit it. I said it wasn't going to happen again. Uh-huh. I typed in the wrong oh thing. Oh my gosh. You mean to heat up your bottle for you and drip it on my wrist to make sure it's not too hot? Hopefully, mom's not listening two What's, times tonight. It's impossible. Oh my god! It's impossible. I don't. What was the? What was the? Oh lord! Do I need to do it for you? You might have to. Okay, no problem. Wow. Terrible. Golly. You could have stayed home tonight. Took the L. Two L's in one night. This guy needs a drink after work. 913-586-7610. Out of left field question. 913 says crappy leaded music tonight for a Friday night. Come on. What? We had, uh, we had, I think you should leave because it's Friday night. Anyways, be nice to Blake. He's a good kid. 913-586-7610. The out of left field question. What are two foods that when you put them together, elevate that dish? Blake, I do this every time for the producer. You can go first or you can put the pressure on me and I'll go first. It's up to you. I, I would like to go first. Oh, weird. You're ready now. I'm ready now. Yeah. This is the first time all night. <laughs> Jesus. Criminy. Uh-huh. Um, I know this is a highly debatable topic, uh-huh. and I might blow up the text line with it. It's not super unique with uh, the age of the internet, but mm. I'm going to say the two foods that when you put them together by themselves, they're amazing. Together, they're instant classic. And I'm going to add a caveat at the end. Oh, God. Pizza, pineapple, and the caveat is a little bit jalapeno. Well, that's three ingredients. Yes, but I'm going pizza and pineapple. You get the savory. You get the saucy. You Mm -hmm. get a little bit of the sweet tang. Then, if you really want to take it a step further, you add the pineapple, get the sweet, spicy, saucy, tangy, sweet. Mm. Mm. Delicious. All right. I know this is is a highly debated topic. I would like to know your opinion before you give me your answer. Oh, I love pineapple on pizza. Really? Oh, yeah. Big time. Is that so? I thought we were going to have, I thought we were going to get into a, uh, a little bit of confrontation here. No, no, I'm a big pineapple and pizza guy. And I'm a big, like, hater of sweet and salty, but I do love, I call it the spicy Hawaiian. I call uh, the spicy Hawaiian, it's, uh, like you said, jalapeno, pepperoni, or Canadian bacon, I go either way, and pineapple. I'm a big fan. Not a Canadian bacon guy. It's got to mm. be pepperoni. I like the I like the savoriness of the pepperoni. Canadian bacon, to me, just feels overdone. I don't like the flavor mix but nope. yeah 
but you, my man. I will say this. Uh, you think you're going to get people pissed. <laughs> Mine is uh, tomatoes and cottage cheese. I'm a huge cottage cheese you, guy. <laughs> you just picked the food of my father. Mm-hmm. That is an old man. Not an old man, but that is a that is a classic that I don't see a lot of people use. Yeah, I so love co- it. Cottage cheese and mm-hmm. tomatoes. To explain why. Uh, well, I love tomatoes. Uh, I love cottage cheese. I can eat cottage cheese with just a spoon, with a Frito scoop, with uh, like a nacho cheese Dorito, Cheetos, however you want to eat your cottage cheese. I can eat it anyway. Love tomatoes. I grow my own tomatoes every year um, in the in my backyard. And I can eat a tomato like you can eat an apple. I can just chuck that thing down and, and we're good to go. I now, just, are you a sugar or salt on it kind of guy? No sugar. Absolutely not. No, I do. Uh, I do a little bit of salt. I pile the cottage cheese on top, and then I use cracked black pepper. Like it looks like someone ashed a cigar on top of my cottage cheese. Of course, no, that's that's the way to go. Do you cut your tomato up, or do you leave it whole? No, I slice it. You slice it mm-hmm. so it's bite. Bi- uh, what biteable? Is, yeah, is biteable. 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 No, it's uh. So yeah, you'll take a tomato, cut the two outsides off, slice it into like three or four slices, and then throw that on the plate. Salt it a little bit. Cottage cheese scoops. Crack black pepper on top. And then the best part where it gets nasty, I've done it before, when there's nothing but the juice left, I'll just, like, lick my plate. You are an animal, TLC. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. An absolute animal. My stepmother, Mary, chimes in, as always, as she always likes this segment. She says, so many choices, two came to mind. Peanut butter and jelly, chicken and waffles. Ooh. I know those are two very different things, but, yeah. Chicken by itself, delicious. Waffles by itself, great. Delicious. You put a little chicken, fried chicken breast on top of a little waffle pillow. Oh, daddy. Oh, daddy. Well, then, of course, you're adding a little bit of syrup. So Not it, me. I won't, I won't do You syrup. just do it dry? Mm, or I'll do like a Nashville what? hot sauce. Oh, okay, okay. So you add something to yeah, it. Yeah, I don't mind to do it dry. Um, my sister chimes in and says pulled pork and nachos. You can do your normal nachos like and cheese. You throw a little pulled pork on those nachos. Hello, Cincinnati. 913-586-7610. What are two foods that when you put them together, elevate that item? What were you about to say? Oh, I was just going to say, uh, from the 816, they said uh, cottage cheese on top of a bowl of chili. Mm, I'm not a bit, I'm not opposed to that. I do sour cream. I do sour cream as well, but cottage cheese I could get down with. Mm-hmm. A little textural game you're playing there. When I used to, when I used to work at uh, Price Chopper on Woods Chapel, and 291, how you doing? Constantino's Price Chopper, Young Buck, Dusty over there being a stalker, sacker, cashier. Um, not like a creepy stalker. That's just what you're called. Um, <laughs> I would always mix up like how I would eat my cottage cheese, like the side dish. I'd make like a salad and then I either put like pineapples or peaches or like tomatoes and like a little bowl. And then I'd put cottage cheese on top or cottage cheese on top of the salad. Somebody from the 913, I like cottage cheese on a baked potato instead of sour cream. But how about this one? Crunchy peanut butter sandwich with iceberg lettuce and Miracle Whip. That can't be true. Crunchy peanut butter with lettuce and mayo. Somebody says from the the 816, beer and fudge. Try it. Nice to see Jay Binkley chime in on this. Uh, the entire Northland is going to come for your ass talking about that pineapple pizza. 417. Bring pull, it on, Northland. Pulled pork and coleslaw or ranch and cottage cheese. Man, my dad used to do that. My dad would eat cottage cheese and tomatoes, and he'd put ranch on top, and I could never fathom that. My, my dad also does peaches and mm-hmm. cottage cheese. No, that's not bad. Which is delicious. Mm-hmm. Grilled, Tr- grilled peaches at 913. Grilled peaches on pizza is also crazy good, though. Down. 
Adding ham to a grilled cheese takes it to the next level. That's fair. You ever had elevated potato skins? Uh, d- explain. Like you do like a different meat instead of just like you don't just do like just the cheese, bacon. chives, bacon. You do like a like a sweet pork or something like no, that. No, I oh, have yeah. not. Oh yeah, good friend of mine. She made uh, elevated uh, potato wedges or potato skins. They look great. You know what I like to do is I like to mix sriracha with ketchup and put it on my hot dog, so it's like a spicy ketchup mm. with your hot dog. That's fantastic. I also like a. I've I've done this nowadays. I like a, a garden salad, and I like to add blue cheese crumbles and balsamic vinaigrette. That's just a salad, bro. But you add, not a lot of people. Uh, not a lot of people put blue cheese crumbles on their salad, let alone mix it with a balsamic vinaigrette. Maybe I haven't experienced the world enough. Blue cheese on a salad to me, fantastic. Balsamic vinaigrette, fantastic. Have you ever heard of the people that uh, do the American cheese on apple pie? No. That's a thing. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you one thing. I'll sh- shout out to my grandfather, Wayne Mahan here. He eats American craft singles mm-hmm. with Oreos. That's weird. Very. You but ever do? It uh, is actually. I'm not lying. It's pretty good. Somebody says chips and queso slash salsa. Triscuits okay. and Colby Jack cheese. Wings and scenic views. That's Twin Peaks. That's where our playoff coverage is brought to you by here on 610 Sports Radio. Eats, drinks, and scenic views. I don't know what hog nuts are, but somebody says hog nuts and cottage cheese. I feel like that's just like pig testicles. Yeah, I'm going to need a little more explanation on that one. Fried egg on a turkey sandwich. Sign me up. Hey, do it. Oreo with spray cheese is not bad. Somebody no. in the 816 on the text line. They get it. They're smelling what I'm stepping in. I ain't eating spray cheese. You know what's also good as a kid that I liked? SpaghettiOs, and then you take Lay's potato chips and throw them Into the SpaghettiOs. Exactly. Or uh, Shemekha sausages. Chop them up. Mix them into mac and cheese. Love it. I knew knew a girl in Mm -hmm. uh, grade school that would eat uh, bananas and ketchup, which I will never condone. Doug Funny ate bananas and pizza sauce. I mean, pizza sauce is fire, but hamburger and bacon. We're talking about uniqueness here. Yeah. Um, yeah. 913-586-7610, the out of left field question. What is two food items that when put together elevated? What about biscuits and gravy? Like you're eating sausage gravy, right? Or you're eating white peppered gravy, but then you throw it on a biscuit. You know? That's that's kind of up there. Mac and cheese and fried My hot dogs. My mom makes the great. best biscuits and gravy, and we've been eating them for about three weeks straight now. Mm. It's been a long time since we've had them, and I think I will agree with that. But you don't usually eat sausage gravy by itself. Another good one is a, is a golf course hot dog at the turn. That's a combination <laughs> that elevates it. <laughs> yes, sir. Mayonnaise and Captain Crunch. Nope. Get out of here. Get out. That's not true. Fried bologna and cheese. Yeah, bologna by itself, decent. Cheese by itself, great. Put them together, stand out. Buffalo chicken tenders and mac and cheese. Shout out to Bill Self. Ramen noodles scooped with Pringles. Ramen and jalapeno sausage. You ever had uh, ramen with a ramen with a uh, soft boiled egg? Bam. Make your own. Pho. Make your own. Pho. Frank's and beans. Uh, peanut butter and cheese sandwich is good. Think of those little. Lance crackers of peanut butter and cheese, but elevated as a sandwich. That's right, elevated. Peanut butter, bananas, and pickles. See, that's three, though. Yeah, it's you're two. right. You're right. It's two. The, the rule is two. You're right. Yep. Peanut butter, bananas, though. Peanut butter, bananas, kill it. Peanut butters and pickles. 
Crunchy peanut butter and bananas. There you go. My sister reminds me that my mom used to always dip her fries in the Frosty, which yeah. is not like a weird thing. A lot of people did I that. that. I couldn't do it. I think normal people would think that's weird, but mm-hmm. I think so many people in the Midwest do it that it's not weird. Fries and a Frosty. Wendy's chicken nuggets and a Frosty. Wendy's spicy chicken nuggets in their honey mustard sauce. My sister's right. This does just sound like a stoner conversation. <laughs> like everybody's like, wait a minute. Quick, a quick shout out uh, for a great fried bologna and cheese, mm-hmm. as we had earlier in the text line. Fried bologna and cheese at the lunchbox down in the West Bottoms mm. for $4 every day. Mm. And it is a thick piece of bologna. What about uh, beanie weenies? That's just beans beans and franks, man. Yeah. But it's good. You like franks on their own. You like the beans on their oh, own. You put them oh, together. Uh, pigs in a blanket. Oh, here's a good one. There you go. That's there, a good one. Here's a good one. I like a good pigs in a blanket. Wrap that thing up in a croissant. Croissant. That's right. That is the out of left field question. 913-586-7610. Thanks for all your support and responses. Feel free to chime in if you'd like. What two foods, but when put together, are what two foods by themselves are great, but when put together, it elevates uh, that whole situation. Coming back on the other side. Some players have it. Some players don't. They can also add to what they have that others don't. That's what we're going to talk about on the other side. This is After Hours 610 Sports Radio. What was this guy's first band called? Blur. Don't quiz me on all things gorillas, my man. Fair enough. A lot of people don't know that. Oh my god, this guy sounds like the guy from Blur. That's because it is. Who was their main competition in, in uh, Britain while they were when Blur was famous? Who was their other main competition? What's the year? It was like late '90s, mid 2000s. Hmm. I'll give you a hint. One of their best songs is a, such a good song. It was Champagne Supernova. That was their rivalry in the late '90s, early 2000s. Was Oasis? Oasis. I thought Oasis yep. was like early '90s. They were still rivals. Mm. Well, the biggest rival to Oasis was the Brothers. That's why they broke up. <laughs> Until Blur hit the scene. Nah, it's definitely the Brothers. I watched a documentary on Oasis. Okay. Because uh, I'll take you at your word for it. Yeah, like one brother was like, I think the writer and the other one was, it's similar to like Simon and Garfunkel, where like Paul Simon was like the brains and the musician and like everything. And then like Garfunkel was like, hey, I can play the guitar and sing harmonize with you. That's pretty good, right? And it's like, yeah, I think I'm going to take my talents elsewhere. And I think the brothers of Oasis finally got into like this like heated battle where they're just like, yeah, screw it, the band's over. But what a band, man. Wonderwall, Champagne Supernova. Mm-hmm. Faster than a cannibal. I love that band. I can listen to those songs all the time. I need warm weather to come back so I can sit on my freaking patio. Exactly. I'm tired of drinking wine and beer inside my house. I mean, I it's basically outside. it's basically summer right now. I mean, it was negative, negative 10, and then it turns into 30. That's basically summer, man. It's it is going to be 40-degree swang. It is going to be 60 on Tuesday and Wednesday, and I don't have a show Tuesday night. I might go play golf if it dries up more. Where are we playing? Wherever. Wherever place is not packed, and that'll get me on at, like, 2 o'clock. Let's go play at HOA. Mm. It's not that far from you. It's pretty far. Is it? Yeah. It's probably, like, 30 minutes from Lee Summit. Yeah, Lee Summit's massive. It is huge, and it's only growing. Only growing. I saw an article from Fox 4 that says that Lee Summit's planning on building, like, a golf complex. 
like a golf ranch or like a top golf type thing? I haven't read the article fully yet, but the bloody mind sent it to me. He's like, what do you think about this coming to Lisa? And I was like, sure. I know there's a few places that have like simulators too. Is there no top shots by you or golf or uh no nope. top golf? Closest top golf is off of uh Nall or Row, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. four thirty five. Yep. Yep. I've been to T shots up north. We did that with a six ten outing. I was that guy who brought my own clubs. Of course you are. Yeah. Uh, the breaking news out of tonight, Vince McMahon, the WWE founder, resigns amid sex trafficking allegations. Slim Jim, the number one sponsor for the Royal Rumble, has dropped its sponsorship for Saturday's Royal Rumble. Vince McMahon, not a good guy. Did you happen to... Oh, sorry, were you playing audio? Okay. Nope. Did you happen to delve into the text messages, supposed text messages that were mm-hmm. leaked? By Vince McMahon, I read a few, and then I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to want, I don't want to read this negative. Yeah, no, that it was one hundred percent. I, mm. it was pretty, oh, buddy, yeah, it was pretty dark. Yeah, scumbag. Yeah, not a good guy. Anyways, um, we talked about this earlier today in the lead at six o'clock. Those of you that are still with us, we appreciate you as always. Um, but. I find it awesome Lamar Jackson said this, and I'll explain why I think he said this. I don't like competing against him at all. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I mean, he's a great quarterback. Um, definitely a Hall of Famer. Uh, it's not even a, a no-brainer. He's definitely a Hall of Famer. Um, but it, it's just – I believe it's just two, two, two greats, um, up-and-coming greats, just going toe-to-toe, you know, like a heavyweight fight. Couldn't agree more, Lamar, and I also love that Lamar Jackson was open and honest about having to play against Patrick Mahomes because what he's saying is exactly what everybody else is thinking or won't say, and that's why I do love Lamar Jackson for who he is as a person. He's never been shy. He's never shied away from what's on the top of his mind, and there's a reason why you don't like to compete against Patrick Mahomes, especially more so in the playoffs, just like people didn't like to play against Brady, right? You think about the Atlanta Falcons. They're up 28-3. to and you know that every single fan in Atlanta, even though they had a substantial 25-point lead, were still like, man, until that clock says zero in the fourth quarter, I don't care what happens. There's still a chance as long as he has a breath and a beating heart. And Patrick Mahomes is that type of quarterback. He's just born with it. Like I saw reports today that were going all over X or Twitter or whatever about how his dad would prep him with interviews after like little league games and high school games. We've talked about that before. That's why he's so polished with the media. His dad had prepped him up to that. Guys are born with it. Some guys have it. Some guys don't. What's the Rod Stewart song? Some guys get all the luck. Some guys have all the luck. Mahomes stuff isn't luck. There's just people that are athletes that are born with that competitive bone. Eric B the former offensive coordinator called him a competitive prick. It's not necessarily a shot. That's just one of those things that when the game's on the line, it doesn't matter, man. Like, it doesn't matter who you are. You're his best friend on the other side. He's going to beat you, right? It doesn't matter. It has nothing to do with, like, a personal thing. It's just business. And Patrick Mahomes has a chance to really elevate himself. We're doing a lot of elevating tonight. But Patrick Mahomes has a big chance to go on the road again. And like Blake had mentioned earlier in the show, that there was a lot of fan base around Kansas City that was nervous about the Buffalo game because it was, in fact, the first time Mahomes had gone on the road in the playoffs to play a game. No one really knew what the outcome was going to be because no one had ever seen it. And Patrick Mahomes went into that game, stayed cool, calm, collected, did not throw any interceptions, did not fumble the ball whatsoever. In fact, the Chiefs only punted once. He controlled the game. Even though they didn't win the time of possession, they scored on their first five offensive possessions. And Patrick Mahomes in the playoff is a different animal. It's something that you've only seen in a Kobe Bryant 
a LeBron James, a Michael Jordan, a Tom Brady, those type of players that show up when the lights get brighter. And to add on to that, now you're putting in Patrick Mahomes in another situation where it's like, not only has he been this, you know, freak of an athlete or this machine of an athlete at home, now you can get to the point where if he wins in Baltimore and knocks out the number one seed on the road in their house, then it comes to a point where it's like, okay, he can win anywhere. If Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs, it doesn't matter. And the other part about this that kind of throws out the end of the conversation is the fact that this is probably one of the best, probably either one or two best franchise seasons the Baltimore Ravens have ever had. And this was a down year for the Chiefs. And the Chiefs were 11-6, and six, won their division, were the three seed, won a game in the playoffs, won another game in the playoffs in the AFC Championship game. And what do you do at that point? Then what? It doesn't matter. As long as Mahomes gets in the playoffs, nobody has a chance. You can then become the villain, the road warrior, the kingdom home king. You can be the playoff guy. You can be the GOAT. You go to your fourth Super Bowl in six years as a starting quarterback. It's over. And nobody else has that bone in football, at least right now, other than Patrick Mahomes. And the last guy that had it doesn't play in football anymore, and that was Tom Brady. And if you know anything about Tom Brady, you know he's honest and truthful when he says things about certain players in certain moments and certain times. He's an incredible competitor, and I think it's on display in the biggest moments. So I, everyone, I got a lot of questions for you again. What do you think? It's at Buffalo. And I said, I think I like Patrick. He he doesn't doesn't phase him. He doesn't care that it's in Buffalo. He wants to go out and play who's ever the best to see how he matches up. And he always seems to play his best in the big moments. And, you know, even the Super Bowl where we got him in when we were in Tampa, he was, you know, he was running all over. He ran for 450 yards, you know, horizontally across the field in order to get passes off. And there was kind of an onslaught of pressure. But he still, in those moments, was giving his team a chance to win from his athletic ability, his tenacity, his competitiveness. He's got so many of the intangibles. So, Beyond his ability to throw the ball, run it when he does. He had a great run yesterday. I think he's got these intangibles that everyone believes. And I said it in the third quarter yesterday, as soon as Casey took the lead, it felt like Buffalo's got to go, oh, God, this is not the game we wanted. We we didn't want to be in behind three in the third quarter. And they took the lead, and then obviously the, the, the game turned out the way it did. But he's a fierce competitor. they got a great team. They're really well coached. It's been a great organization, five Six AFC championships, actually, in the last six years. That's that's pretty impressive. If there's anybody that has any sort of reference to talk about that sort of thing or see or know that, you'd have to think it's Tom Brady. This is After Hours. You're listening to 610 Sports Trader. That's Blake. I'm Dusty. Coming back on the other side here on After Hours. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. This is actually a really good one from our out of left field question from earlier of what two foods uh, by themselves are great, but together they elevate that dish. Fritos and chili. Dude, ever since I did that once, I've never gone back. Was that not always just a regular staple of chili? Not for me. Like back in the day, a normal staple for me was just chili cheese and jalapenos and then just like Tabasco sauce, like a lord. Yeah. And then I like I went to what is in Blue Springs. That's where I grew up. 
Uh, they did the Fall Fun Fest. It's like every town does that, right? Yeah, like Lee Summit does the downtown we days. Do old Shawnee days over here. Yeah. And uh, they had this one stand, and they were making uh, walking tacos where they gave you, like, a Frito bag, and then they put chili meat in it, and they put, like, lettuce, cheese, sour cream, and then you just walked around and ate it out of the Frito bag. And I was like, why have I never put Fritos in? Now, every time I make chili or, you know, whoever makes chili, base layer Fritos, sprinkle shredded cheese, chili on top, more shredded cheese, jalapenos, Tabasco sauce, and a dollop of daisy. It's delicious every time. My, my other favorite one before we uh, get off yeah. of this topic is I love butter on Zesta crackers. Mm-hmm. And then you just use the Zesta cracker with the butter mm-hmm. to scoop the chili. And you get a little bit of that mm-hmm. butter flavor in there with the with the texture aspect. Yeah. Man, it's killer. Whenever we had uh, whenever we had chili at my mom's house, uh, she would always like have like a few saltines with butter spread on them. It's fantastic. It's just, right, again, here. texture. Yeah. Sliced up hot dogs, fried and scrambled eggs. It sounds good. I'd rather do like Italian sausage. Yeah, a little bit more breakfast aspect to it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make a really big breakfast tomorrow because I'm going out for my buddy's birthday. We're going like downtown to all these like speakeasies. We're going to town and company. We went there last What's year. What's the map? What's the trail? I don't know. Last year we went like to a bunch of places. We went to like Tannen Wine Bar to start. Then we went to Prime Social up on the top deck. Um, then we went to like a speakeasy somewhere. Then we went to Town and Company. Then we went to Green Lady Lounge. You guys walked everywhere. Drove. Yes. Drove. Yeah, okay. somebody was a sober driver. Oh, okay. Or only had go. like one or two and then was yeah. responsible. Of course, of course. It's smart. Um, I like it. Well, hey, good luck tomorrow. Thank you. Yeah, we like to, this is like what we call like our preppy day. <laughs> like I'll put on oh the, your bougie your bougie day yeah pretty much like we'll have the the cardigan with like the Sperry's, nice like, cor- no no Sperry's. we'll have uh, like corduroy colored gr- green colored corduroy pants brown leather shoes I'm, I, I get way out of my element for this it's stupid whatever normally I'm just like joggers and like a nice thermal type of day in the winter this is I got to step my game up like one of the guys I'm going with owns like three Rolex watches he is very successful. Must Gotta get nice. that gold pinky ring. I'll let you borrow one if you need it. Yeah, just stick it up in the air. Yeah. Like you just don't care. I'm fancy. Are you getting more and more nervous or more and more confident with this game? Dude, I'm, I'm, I've been telling people at work, mm. I'm confident, man. And I don't know if that's a bad thing. Because obviously going into Buffalo, mm-hmm. I was my nerves, and I, and I actually spoke to my, uh, to my mom and my girlfriend about this. I was mm-hmm. like, I'm more nervous about this game than any game I ever played in in high school and college. Right. As a football player, I'm more nervous about a game that I have no control over. Right. As a, I'm just a spectator. I was more nervous about Buffalo. Going into the Ravens game, Yeah. I think as a fan, I, my nerves are just not as high. And maybe it'll set in right as, as kickoff happens. Sure it will. But I'm just, I think the confidence level, especially after the last two games the Chiefs have put together, they look like the old Chiefs. I'm there, man. I feel, I'm feeling good going into this weekend. To give you a little bit more good feeling, Patrick Mahomes in his five AFC championship games is three and two. He's played in five straight. We all know that. He's 123 of 186 for a 66 completion percentage, 16 touchdowns, two interceptions, 1,515 yards. You put that together without a comma, it's 15-15, and of course, he wears number 15. So I think as long as you have somebody like Andy Reid, somebody like Patrick Mahomes, and players like Travis Kelsey, Rushy Rice, Isaiah Pacheco, who we all know is going to play. If he doesn't, then we flip the entire script of the game and have a different discussion on Sunday morning, which will be on from 9 to 10 a.m. on Sunday. Uh, all the hosts will be back. We'll uh, 
continue to do what we've been doing for the playoff show, just going to be in a real expedited fashion uh, for that show. But I'm, I'm, I've not been nervous all week. And I had a, a couple that came into the side gig today and they're like, Hey, you know, you, you do sports. We know that blah, blah, blah. Like, how do you feel about this game? And I was like, you know, I, I think they win. Um, I don't think it's in, you know, a way of, Oh, the chiefs are up 24 to seven or 24 to 14 going to the fourth quarter. I think it's a nail biter. I think it's a back and forth heavyweight fight between two great quarterbacks, two great defenses and two good head coaches and two teams that have not played each other since that 2021 Sunday night football game. That's on NFL network right now. If you need to see it. And the reason they won was there was a turnover by the Chiefs. One thing that I think that we can honestly say is that when you play the Chiefs in the playoffs, you have to play a perfect game. You have to. The other team has to be completely perfect. The Chiefs have not been perfect in the playoffs, right? Uh, Buffalo game. McCole Harden fumble in the end zone touchback. Buffalo did not take advantage of that turnover. Miami game. They threw an interception to the Chiefs. The Chiefs took advantage of it. They lost 26-7. to The Miami Dolphins were not perfect. Tyreek Hill couldn't get off the line of scrimmage. Jalen Waddell was a non-factor. And in that game, the Chiefs were just simply the more confident, more built team for that. Buffalo, same thing. Once the Chiefs got up early in the third quarter, Buffalo changed everything because they knew, well, now we have to worry about not only getting the lead back, but also not giving the ball to Patrick Mahomes. And Patrick Mahomes, the last time he played in Baltimore, they did lose in that Sunday night football game. Lamar Jackson, John Harbaugh, obviously you remember that famous clip where it was, what do you want to do here, Lamar? Go for it? All right, let's go for it. And they won the game. But this is a different time. This is an AFC Championship game, someplace Lamar Jackson has never been. And again, Patrick Mahomes, 3-2, and two, 123 of 186, 16 touchdowns, 2 interceptions, 1,515 yards. We wrap this show up. We give our thanks. We give our salutes to you. And I get to my final thoughts on the other side. You're listening to After Hours on 610 Sports Radio. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. Okay. All right, fellas. Let's go! It's funny, uh, Julio Sanchez played this song last night. And every time I hear it, I think of uh, Tia Carrera from Wayne's World. Wayne's play, World. Playing the bass. Oh, yeah. Absolute 100% certified babe. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Big time, babe. We were talking about last night how Rob Lowe has a, a punchable face. <laughs> Very much so. And how Jake Gyllenhaal looks like he cries after sex. Hey, watch out. Uh, Roadhouse is coming out, and Jake Gyllenhaal. Not I don't, did you, do you know any of this? Yeah, I'm not going to watch did it. Did you see the, the, the what they do, the face-off for the UFC? Yeah, and they did like a knockout during a UFC yeah, event. Yeah, yeah, I've heard it doesn't look very good. Of course not. You can't reenact Roadhouse. That's R.I.P. Patrick Swayze, A.K. AK Dalton, where he rips a guy's throat out. And he also has a great pad. He sleeps like in the upper area of the barn. How can he be mad at that? Looking over a lake? No kidding. God, what's that one guy's name that's also in Roadhouse? Uh, Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott. Yeah, that guy's a badass. Dave, this was for dinner. That's good. Luka Doncic tonight, by the way. <clears throat> Another one. 73 points versus Atlanta. Just the fourth player in NBA history to reach that plateau, along with Wilt Chamberlain, Kobe Bryant, and David Thompson. Tenth player in NBA history to score 70 or more. Four have combined in the last year. Dusty, who did David Thompson play for? Do you know? No idea. Never heard of him? Hmm. 
It's Mr. Skywalker himself. Ooh. Played for the Denver Nuggets. Nice. NC State. Nice. Two good pools. Wilt Chamberlain, where do you play college basketball at? Kansas. There you go. How many points he's scored in a game? 100. 100. Can't find the video of it. Nope. But we, we can find the photo of him holding a piece of paper that says 100. It says 100. <laughs> Wrap this show up every year or every night with final thoughts. One, um, Warner Brothers missed out on an opportunity here. They just they didn't need to do this. They did a popcorn bag uh, for Dune 2. I don't know if you've seen what the bag looks like, but it's got a lot of backlash. I have not. Yeah, just type I've seen in. The, I've seen the trailer many times, and I'm very excited to see it. Yeah, just type in uh, Dune popcorn bag, <clears throat> and then look at all the comments. I'm going to look it up right now. They say it looks similar to organs on a bot. And we know that in movie theaters, there are times when people try to be sly and cut a hole out of a popcorn bag and do something weird. Kind of the same thing. Oh. Sometimes yeah. you don't need to overthink things, people. This looks like a... F- exactly. Easy. We're on radio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This looks like a... Why do we do this? Why do we try to be innovative and creative when we know that you see the final product and you have to think to yourself? Because if you and I are two idiots that can do sports talk radio and see something and think, oh, wow, that looks like a yeah, then uh, nobody at Warner Brothers was like, you know what, maybe we should pass on this and just do like a themed bag instead of a... It went through how many marketing people? And they all gave it the green pass? Who knows? I always thought that if I didn't do sports radio, I would get into sales or marketing, and I just don't understand certain things sometimes. I'm like, why, why, why are we doing this? Why, why is this a thing? Um, but yeah, not good. Um, another final thought that I have is I want to, I want to just kind of be a little serious here. I think a lot of you, um. I think a lot of you are going to be responsible for this Chiefs game. I also want you to know that your life will not be affected by a win or a loss, right? Now, unless you've got like a million dollars on the Chiefs money line where they are plus four. But in all seriousness, there was that story that came out this week about the three individuals that were found dead outside of a house after a very cold uh, time in Kansas City. Be smart. Enjoy the game. If you watch it with family and you've had too much to drink, get an Uber or stay the night. Don't drive drunk. We've already seen a Chiefs super fan that allegedly I think was under the influence and lost his life, had children. Not good. Be responsible with these games. I get it. There's a lot of passion. There's a lot of fire. I don't sit down. I, in fact, am a freak. I stand. I lean on the couch and on my lamp. I have all the parlays for that game posted, and I scratch them off. But I won't go anywhere afterwards behind a wheel. Just be smart. Just have fun. Enjoy it. If they lose, it is what it is. They'll play again next season. If they win, enjoy it even more. Just be smart about it. It's just football. Football is not life. Life is more important than football. Your life, your safety, your security, all that. Think about it. Enjoy the game. Have fun. Don't get angry. Don't worry about trolls. Don't worry about people that come after you. It's okay. Let them save, you know, let them use their energy. You save yours and just be smart. That's all I have to say about that. From the 954. TLC. I was going to call tonight, but got caught up with some other stuff. I'll talk to you Sunday morning. Starting to feel a lot better about our chances of winning this game 
Let's effing go, Chiefs. Neil from Lone Jack. Always nice to hear from you, Neil. Another banner fan of this program. I think we can all get to that point. I think, obviously, as the day ticks, we're only, what, two more sleeps? Tonight and tomorrow? And then Sunday at two? And then it's here. It's an AFC Championship game. All this season. All the doubt that a lot of people had. You get to put it all on the line against Baltimore in Baltimore, and I think you should feel okay about it. You have more experience. You have a better resume. You have a better quarterback. You have a better head coach. You have a better offense the way it's been playing, I think. And I think that everything will just kind of work itself out. And like I've said, I think the Chiefs win by a 50-yard field goal by Harrison Butker with time running out, and the Chiefs win 23-20. to Do you want to give your prediction at all, or do you want to hold it tight? I, I I think it's a field goal. Is it 50 yards? That I don't know. I think Mahomes gets it down to about 44 mm-hmm. yards on a game-winning drive. Um, I just think that's how it plays out. Three points came down to that in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Other other team, obviously, but it came down to three. I think Ravens comes down to three. I think it's back and forth all game. I think there's going to be a lot of plays throughout the game where Chiefs fans look at what happens because the Ravens' defense is so good and say, ah, we should have had that one. Right. Ah, we that close. Right. But it's not going to be a, because the Chiefs made a bunch of mistakes. It's going to be good play from both teams. Three points is also my guess. My bet. Right. Somebody said, what's the wolf spread looking like for the game? Well, there's no wolf anymore. The werewolf is dead. Uh, we just go by Dustman or TLC or whatever you want to do it. But uh, thinking about doing ribs – um, ribs or wings or sheet pan nachos. Those are the three options. I haven't decided yet. Leaning, leaning towards sheet pan nachos. Can't go wrong. I think you can, you can double up sheet pan nachos and wings because they're both technically sides. That's nice. Maybe that's where we go. Do a little wing, do a little sheet pan nacho, and then just kind of pick apart, pick apart, pick apart. And then the game starts and you get going. Uh, The game will be here Sunday at 2 o'clock. I'll be back at 9 o'clock on Sunday morning. We'll be on from 9 to 10. We'll have all the regular guests on that we've had throughout this playoff ride of the 2023-2024 edition. All the producers and hosts from the full-time shows during the day. Carly Ritter is going to join us again. Give us a little weather update in Baltimore, what you can do in Kansas City, what you can expect for that weekend. All of that. you got to keep it right. you got to keep it normal. got to keep it going the same way. I'm Dusty Likens. That's Blake Schneider. On the other side, for those of you that are unfamiliar with the combination tonight, thanks for joining us tonight. Thanks to the text line. Thanks to Jay Binkley. Thanks to Blake for all your work. I truly appreciate it. You never understand maybe how much love I have for you guys for what you do. I've been there. I know what it's like. You do a great job, man. Don't worry about the uh, pauses before the songs come on. It's just all <laughs> love it, here. Be safe. Do nice things for people. Could change their day, week, month, or year. You never know. Stay safe and be kind, Kansas City. I'll talk to you on Sunday at 9 o'clock. I love you. Good night, Kansas City. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views.